What's up? I'm Brianna Ivy, and this is the Hear From a Student podcast. What's up, Alton? What's up, Bri? How are you? I'm good because it's Friday, and oh, I try not to be bad on a Friday. Yes, yes, yes. I'm, I'm with you. Today, especially, it's a good Friday um, to be grateful for. Yes. Oh, yeah, it sure is. How is I always have to ask people now because I live in a place where it's unnecessarily cold. How is the weather where you are? The weather uh, also unnecessarily cold. So I'm in (laughs) New York now. So it just gets cold. It gets dark early. uh, Different different than than Atlanta being in Georgia Tech. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not fun. But um. Before we get started, go ahead and introduce yourself to the people. Let us know your name, what you study at Georgia Tech, okay. and uh, where you're from. Okay. Uh, so my name is Alton Stovall. I study computer engineering at Georgia Tech, uh, which is similar to what Bree studied. It's electrical engineering. Dark side. <laughs> so we were in, on the same struggle bus in, in uh, some of the same classes. Uh, and I'm originally from Memphis, Tennessee. Um, yep. I feel know? like every time you say that, I make the same face and I, I should so. know. I think so. I, I think everyone does that. They kind of forget. Um, but yes, Memphis is my hometown. What? This whole time? I thought you was from Atlanta. That's crazy. Nope, nope, nope. People get, mad at, people get mad at me or you proclaiming Atlanta not being from Atlanta. So You're right. Can't claim it. Can't, yeah, a lot of things are not Atlanta, as we have realized in the recent past. So, yes. Okay, okay. So, take me back to high school, Alton, before you went to Georgia Tech, right? I know we got to go back for that. But... Long and hard. <laughs> oh, so, and you're from, okay, so you're from Memphis. Yep. Do you, like, what came first for you? Was it, I want to be an engineer, or was it, I don't want to go to school in the state of Tennessee? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, definitely deciding to be an engineer came later in the process, actually. Uh, I didn't really decide to be an engineer until right before I accepted the school I was going to go to, Georgia Tech. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, high school, Alton, basically kind of looked a lot different than engineering college, Alton. Uh, I was involved in a lot of things like student leadership, student government. Uh, I did like, if anyone remembers, like model United Nations and yeah. government stuff like that. I was like all in on those things. Uh, so I, I really had it. I really had to make a decision on like what I wanted to focus in on because there was different sides of me that I wanted to potentially wanted to explore. Um, so, I, you know, I could have easily been a business major, a public policy or poli sci major. But in the end, I just decided to to be an engineer. And then that made my college decision easier to go to Georgia Tech. Yeah. Did you, was there like an experience that you had that made you say, oh, okay, I think I like engineering over like the business side or the government yeah. side, or did you just like jump out the plane with no parachute? No, that's a good question. I mean, I, I have, so there is like, I kind of describe it as like different um, size of me or size of my brain that I could have explored. So I always had that engineering side. Uh, I think I got it from my like my grandpa. Yeah. So he would always be like outside in the backyard fixing something, fixing his like 
where I'm from the country. So he's <laughs> fixing his lawnmower, like yeah. this car or something like that. And I would always be out there trying to help him and be interested in that. But then also I really liked doing student government and doing youth in government and learning about policy. So like, I would say those were like equal almost in my head. Um, and yeah, so I, I guess, I don't know. It was just, it was a really hard decision to make. Yeah. Um, and I just kind of just decided with to go with engineering. I think I really liked Georgia Tech's campus. I took a tour at Georgia Tech. I really liked the campus. And I also kind of saw it as like something I could grow a lot in. So yeah. I felt like, you know, I did really like uh, the, the not engineering side of me. And I felt like I was, you know, I, I could do well in that. But I felt like I had a lot more to grow in the engineering side of the technical side. And so I decided I want to be molded and, and grow in that area. Yeah. Um, that's why I chose Georgia Tech, basically. Okay. Okay. That's, yeah. I'm Visiting Georgia Tech was also something that really helped with my decision. And yeah, I liked the campus a lot less the more I walked it, you know, <laughs> and the more like it would rain. And, you know, Georgia Tech has a lot of hills. So, like, you'll be trying to walk up the hill, but it's raining and all the rain is coming down the hill. No, they don't show you that when they you don't. take the tour. You know, they make, you know, it's all like nice and fancy, but yeah. Yeah, they only showed me Freshman Hill, which, you know, was like the staple hill. So that's the one that they talk about. But the ones going from East Campus or the West Campus, the East Campus, and like in the little nooks and crannies and the and the shortcuts in between classes. Yeah. yeah. Those you you got to learn. You got to learn those the hard way, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... What other, did you apply to other schools or was Georgia Tech like the, the top one? Yeah, I applied to a, a different schools. Uh, so do you want me to like say the list of schools? Nah, that was just for me. I was just interested. Okay. <laughs> like, I don't, you, you said you were from the country. So I was kind of getting that. Did you want to go to a bigger school in like a bigger city or yeah. did you have apprehension about that? Or were you just like, nah, I wanted to see something else? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You also asked about not going to school in Tennessee. Yeah, def like definitely that was something I wanted to do. Uh, I also moved around a lot, like mm. just places we lived. So I feel like maybe just naturally I was always antsy or always trying to see like a new place. Yeah. Uh, as you know, we interned in New York uh, and I saw New York and saw how amazing it was. And, uh, and I guess that that carried on until after college as well. Yeah. But the same with Atlanta. Came to Atlanta, saw it, saw it, how cool it was, uh, and wanted, I guess, see something new. But also with the schools, I would say each school kind of focused on a different thing. So I would have gone to uh, another school and focused on another thing. I would have gone to another school and focused on another thing. And then I would then Georgia Tech was the engineering option. Yeah. So picking the school was equal to picking the subject or major. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. So then you get to Georgia Tech's campus. Got mm -hmm. Georgia Tech. What a time that was. <laughs> <laughs> what were some of your like favorite courses that you took or maybe favorite topics that you studied? Favorite topics. That's a good question. We don't we're not starting with least favorite, we start with favorite. Least favorite is always the second, but if you want to go least first, I will give you that. Yeah, That's probably easy. Well, <laughs> no, I, I'll start with favorites. I'll start on a positive note. Um, I really liked probably very nerdy, but I really liked like networking. 
um, like cloud engineering. And, and so cloud engineering and networking were the two top classes I think I took at Georgia Tech, mainly because it kind of teaches you how the internet works, basically. Like you use your phone, you use your computer. And I was always thinking like, I'm a computer engineer, but I still don't really know how these things work, yeah. how computers work, how networks work. Uh, so I guess the nerdy part of me wanted to really learn that. And I, I didn't, I don't think I took that class until senior year. Uh, and then cloud computing is like, obviously something that's like a buzzword. So I really wanted to learn more about it. And I'm actually uh, doing that a little bit with my job now too. So okay. it was a useful class. Also like senior design, cause we got to build robots. Yeah. Uh, again, really nerdy, I know. Um, and then I'll throw in a fourth one. I took sociology when I studied abroad. And that was really cool because it had nothing to do with engineering. Uh, I still... studied abroad. Yeah, I was in, um, I was in Spain uh, okay. when the pandemic hit actually, but. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you mentioned, so before I ask you about your least favorite classes. Yep. The interesting thing to me, so when I came into tech, you know, when I was exploring where I wanted to go to school, certain schools have electrical engineering and computer engineering separately, but Georgia Tech has them together. And so I never really, until I got into the classes, like understood the difference between the two, which I'm gonna ask you about later. But you just explained something to me that I'd never thought about. And that is that when people say computer engineering, they say it's how a computer works. But I never thought about the, I would say software side, but like the how a computer interacts with networks or like other computers. I never considered that in the how a computer works. I only, I guess, because I'm a hardware person, I only considered like, how does the motherboard in the computer tell the computer what to do when you hit a key? Yeah. So I think that's so interesting because I never even considered it. I think that I'm sure we'll get to it later, but I think it touches on like what I ended up doing yeah. with computer engineering, which is like, you can focus on hardware, you can focus on software, Obviously, I was kind of more, I was kind of interested in like software parts. Of it. Yeah. I'm sure we'll, we'll talk about that. So. Yeah, we get to that because I'm not, not going to jump on your, jump over your questions. So. <laughs> okay, okay. And then, okay, so now you have to tell me your least favorite. I'm sure those are probably easier to uh, go top. Where do I start? Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I'm not kidding, but let's see. What were the hardest classes? Um, There was a class called uh signal processing which is as you know <laughs> for the for the viewers um basically turning like signals from your cell phone or whatever or satellite into math basically uh and it was just like it is as hard as it sounds like it's just that was the hardest class i probably ever took circuit you only had to take one right you took the 2026 okay 2026. okay I'm, so you had to take more no, I was just making sure. I was trying to see if you had. Oh. That was the <laughs> no, only one I took, and that was enough for me to know that that was not my ministry. That yeah. was awful. I remember sitting in the final, just looking at the professor. He looking at me, and I was doing so bad that he came by and was trying to help me walk through the answer. That's how bad that final went with Professor Nicholas. I think his name was. It was okay. I, I think I have more, but it um, might have been, I don't know. Black guy, glasses. Yeah. Oh, his name wasn't Nicholas. Maybe that was his first name. I don't know. Maybe it was his first name. Maybe it was his yeah. first name. He was he, a good teacher. I was his soul. He was trying as hard as he could to teach us. But it's just like, man, that stuff's so hard. And they make you take it. It's like one of the first classes you take. So um, 
I don't know. I think it was, if you ask any computer engineer, electrical engineer at Georgia Tech, that would probably be one of their answers. Yeah. Uh, I also think circuits were very hard, but I don't, I know my electrical engineering friends don't always agree with me. Yeah. This part, but I'm like, that was the hardest class I've ever taken in my life. Yeah. Which is, again, basically taking circuits in your whatever phone yeah. and applying math to it. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. What circuit class did you take? Was it the 2040? Oh, 2040 was awful. Okay. All right. I'm oh, glad. Yeah, that class. I'm glad you agree with me. My uh, a lot of electrical engineers I know they're just like that class is so easy. And I'm like, what are you on? Yeah. No. Well, I feel like it maybe would have been better if I would have had a different professor. Mm, okay. But it just yeah. For the first time that you're seeing certain things, people be skipping too many steps. Like you can't take me from A to G, and we just skip everything in between, and I'm supposed to know it because this is my major. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, you can just do some math here. And then you get to the end, like, whoa, whoa, what's that? What's the math? Like, what are you, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, that's classic experience. Classic. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, so you brought up the difference between hardware and software. Yep. What is it that, and also, okay, so there's a difference between electrical and computer, but there's also in computer engineering, like, you know, the hardware or the software side. What mm-hmm. is it? that draws you more to the software side Mm, that's a good question i haven't really thought about that um i think i always kind of saw coding coding as like a magical box where you'd like put something in and then you get something out and it's kind of like magical how you know you get from a to b yeah i think i always kind of sought to understand that and it was always, it was kind of also admittedly something that was hard for me. I didn't always understand it. Uh, so that was kind of one of my goals was to be a good programmer, a good coder. Yeah. So I think because it was like hard and because it was like something I didn't get, it was that, that kind of drove me to want to understand it more. And then I started doing it and I was like, oh, this is actually kind of fun. It's like a puzzle. Yeah. Where, you know, and you can also have multiple solutions that have the three same output or the same yeah. uh, solution. So. I think that's the biggest biggest thing for me. Okay. That's that's a good way to explain it. Yeah. I, thank you. I, I, <laughs> I didn't know if it was a good way to explain it or not. <laughs> no, it makes sense. I feel that way about, like, uh, I don't do it much now, but in school when we had to do, like, circuit analysis, mm-hmm. it was hard, but it's easier to be, to, like, try to get good at something where you already have an interest, even when it's hard. So even right. though it's hard, you're like, I can do this. Now, for me, coding was the thing that was like, I do not like this thing, but I'm going to do it so I can get a good grade in this class. But if I never had to do it again, I wouldn't. At least, yeah, at least I liked it a little bit. I liked it enough to keep wanting to to try and figure it out. So and now here I am coding every day. Yeah. Okay. You can do my, you can do my circus. I can do it. Oh, I mean, you're coding too, though. So we both can do the coding. You know, and I always ask, my friends that code mm. and this is a no judgment zone so you can say whatever you feel yeah. do you consider matlab a coding language i do i do, do. you okay. okay um especially because one it was the first coding language i learned mm-hmm. and in, in school right that's what they teach oh well, i don't think they teach engineers that or i don't think they teach computer engineers that anymore 
Nope. Python, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but but it was the first one we learned. Yeah. Uh, and I think, you know, you could still teach like the fundamentals of programming. We still learn for loops and all these, these different things, what a structure is, arrays. So if you can teach programming in it, why isn't it a programming language? I don't know. That's what I think. Okay, cool. I think you're one of the first few people that didn't immediately say, I hate that lab. That lab sucks and it's not a coding language. It's just a calculator. <laughs> well, I mean, no, I mean, I think everyone has to start somewhere too, right? Like, yeah. if I don't know who, like, who's watching this, but like, if you are like interested in programming and not involved in programming, like, pick a language to start in. Like MATLAB is a fine language to start in as long as you can learn what a for loop is, learn these different things. Like it doesn't matter. And it's transferable to other languages you'll learn too. That is true. A lot of the concepts, syntax is completely different, but the- yeah. Syntax <laughs> but, is different. I mean, yeah, but the concepts are the same. I do too much MATLAB and too much Python, but a lot of the like image process and stuff that we do is MATLAB and then like, test automation that I'm doing is like in Python. So, and the concepts are the same across syntax is just different, but cool. I like MATLAB. I thought it was cool. MATLAB is cool. Yeah. Okay. What was maybe your favorite and least favorite project that you worked on? Mm. Favorite and least favorite. Honestly, the first thing that come in mind is favorites. Okay. So this is the opposite of the last question. Okay. <laughs> In the class, I was like, I know which ones I hate it, but, yeah. I can't. but the ones, obviously, again, you and me worked on this, but, and I don't know if it's come up in a previous episode, but the incubator project, right? Um, creating incubators for premature babies in Ghana. Uh, I think that was like the first time I saw like the real world applications of engineering. Yeah. We all kind of just came together on this project and like we had electrical engineers, we had computer engineers, we had mechanical engineers, and we built this box for this doctor. And we faced on this doctor in Ghana and give him all the specs and help him out. Like it was that was really cool and really amazing. Uh I'm thinking back to the I can't remember what class it was, but we built like a video game. Uh we like programmed a video game. Yeah. Kind of like pokemon looking game so yeah. i think that was like for me being the someone that wanted to be a programmer that was like one of the first major achievements yeah um so that was fun oh least favorites projects i don't i really can't i really can't think too much yeah. about like yeah the the least favorite ones i, I really mm. yeah maybe maybe like i think we had like a class in c where there's this thing in c if you're not familiar called malik I think we had to like program this like memory. I don't know. I I, I can't even like. I think from <laughs> my memory. Yeah. Like something that is automatic, right? Something yeah. that's automatic. We had to write the code for it, and it was like, why are we writing the code if it's automatically given? Yeah. But it's it's so you understand it. But still, I was like, why are we doing this? So yeah. kind of something like that. Um, right. I don't, you know, now I'm thinking about it. No, I do have a least favorite project. I was about to say I don't, but I really do. Okay, what's junior yours? Design, junior design was the worst thing I <laughs> oh. my hand on at Georgia Tech. Okay. I didn't even want to put my name on it when they turned it in. It was awful. Oh didn't like God. that project at all. Oh, um, it was so bad about it. Was like just you didn't want to do it, or was it like just turned out bad? 
Mm, I'm going to pick my words carefully here. Uh, yeah, this is <laughs> you know, I think it just didn't turn out the way I envisioned in my head. And so the final product was so different. And I put so much time and effort into it. Okay. I'm thinking, I'm trying, I'm trying to think, like, do I know the group or, like, do I know your class? You were there, Alton. Hold on. You, <laughs> did you make the record player? Were you on the team with the record player? I don't think so. No. What team? What did y'all make at the end? I, like, I'm, literally, like, I'm literally, like, I'm blocking. Oh, we made, like, a robot, and it, like, danced to the music. Oh, yours was really good, right? I think, I, yeah, I mean, it yeah. was right. Don't it was say you think. Good. It looked good. <laughs> Because the thing, okay, yeah. Mm. The thing about senior design, senior design versus junior design. First of all, the project for senior design was much closer to my heart, but also the number of people working on it, I also think makes a difference. Yep. And I was also the only double E on the junior design team. So could nobody really help me with the circuits? Mm, that's worse. Yeah. yeah. You're doing it all by yourself or like you're the person yeah. that everybody asks questions about too. Yeah. Basically. And then, uh, nope. so like I was trying to get my stuff to work, but then nobody else could get their stuff to work. So it's like, I can't do, I only do my stuff. Everybody's struggling. And then at the end, it looked like what it looked like. But that's okay because we grew and do your design was so much better. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. It was prepped for the perfect senior design project that we all loved, right? Yes, and it was really good. And it also was, probably the closest thing to like you said real life application real life this is what an engineering project looks like all the different disciplines mm. having to really it was like one of the few projects maybe the only one where you really had to think on all levels like even down to like okay what kind of connectors do we use to get from the front panel to like I don't know the fan or the board and it's like in other classes, you wouldn't really think about that because it would be given to you. And so having to build something for someone in the real world was like, you have to think about all these things. So even, even down to the communication with the with the doctor, like yes. that was something we had to schedule and working with the group and ske different people scheduling somebody sick. Like it was yeah. like, really. oh, and then everybody got sick with COVID. <laughs> so what was that like two days before? It was like, yeah, it was, I think it was the last week of the project where we yes. had to cover it the next week and nobody could go in to work on the project. Like that was. Everybody uh, had COVID, but two people. Yeah. I remember I was leaving my dorm and somebody put in the team's chat, yo, so I tested positive for COVID and we had all been in the room because we was all working. So everybody's just like calling each other, like, do you need to go get tested? What do we do about the project? Yeah, people in our, our sponsor, our advisor is like, uh, do, we, do I need to bring y'all groceries? Like, yeah. Oh. That's like, oh, what a good time. That was, was like pre-peak COVID too, so. Yeah. Do you know we met the doctor? Were you there that semester? No. Like he flew to Atlanta. He was at Tech and he wow. saw like the, the thing. I have to send you a picture of that, but yeah. yeah that's awesome. I, yeah, I just saw, I just interacted with them over Zoom. Yeah. And then, of course, Dr. Smith had dinner at his house because that's such a Dr. Smith thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's coming over my house. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How's he doing, by the way? He's good? I think he's good. The meetings that Ben and Stridgen and I have had, he hasn't been in them. Hmm. But I saw him maybe like earlier sometime this year and he was good. So, cool. yes. Aside from that tangent. OK. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, uh, what do you think was the most challenging thing about studying computer engineering? Mm. 
challenging, most challenging thing was definitely the concepts that are like more abstract. So like, I guess everyone knows like how math works, right? You take some numbers, you do something with it, you get the answer. But what about when you start introducing not numbers like letters or symbols? Like you can't just, your brain can't just explode when that happens. Yeah. Your brain has to adapt to this abstract, different concept that you haven't really seen before. Mm-hmm. And so engineering, I feel like is one of the, one of the particular fields where like you'll see things you have just never seen before in your entire life. And you're like, what is this? And I think it's easy in that those times to be like, okay, I'm out, I'm out. Can't do this. Yeah. Really like think about it. Like it's just in a way, it is just letters instead of the numbers. So like, okay, let's do A plus B. So like you gotta kind of take a take a second, calm down. and realize that you can actually understand these abstract concepts you just have to use what you already know to get there basically so that was the hardest thing for me is seeing something you just never seen before and basically being okay with it um yeah yeah Yeah, agreed I remember the first time I saw like a circuit broken down but then like all the equations were just purely symbols no no numbers. numbers And like the professor was just going, just writing and understanding what was going on. I was like, there's no numbers here. I don't even understand. And then you get to a point where if you add numbers, it just makes it harder. Yeah, so exactly. like you get to a point where you're like, I don't need any numbers in this. We'll solve it up until we can. And then we'll put the numbers in. So it's interesting how your brain does that that switch. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. But you just got to power through. I mean, we made it, right? We're here. So it's, te- it's a testament to like, yes, you can. Like it's, it's going to be hard. Yeah. But you know you can do it and you can figure it out. So yes, uh, yes, that is true. You mentioned earlier uh, studying abroad. Mm. What was that experience like for you? And I know you went during the pandemic, so even more so. How did you yeah. navigate that? And what were classes like in a different country? Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. So, um, I'll say my three months studying abroad, which should have been like six months. <laughs> but for the three months that I was there, it was amazing time, time of my life. Um, so I did Madrid, I guess, yeah, go into the details, right? Yeah. I, I did Madrid study abroad um, at a school called um, UC3M. So it was a, it's kind of a school that focused on engineering as well, mm-hmm. which is not something that everyone does. They kind of, sometimes people target like a different type of school. Um but basically, you go there instead of going to Georgia Tech for a semester, you go to that school, this and that for the um, that's I assume people know the basics of studying. Yeah. Um, but what I did was an exchange program. So oh. it is a little less hands on, like the school is basically gets students from them and then sends you and then like they're basically like, OK, did you get your classes? Yeah. Yes. You have to tell them yes. Versus study abroad was like you go with a group and you're like in the, got an instructor. It's like oh yeah, it's just like a little bit more like freelancing it a little bit. So that was like a unique experience. Also didn't speak like so much Spanish, and I was in Madrid, Spain. Yeah, so, uh, that encouraged me to learn quickly uh, <laughs> how to speak Spanish. <laughs> I went with some friends, so that was that was fun. Okay, uh, but in terms of like the classes. Uh, I took like one engineering class and I think three non-engineering classes because 
uh, I kind of wanted to, you know, take a little bit of a break and yeah. also learn something different, learn something new. Like I said, sociology was one of the classes I took studying abroad and it was a great time. Yeah. Um, do you want me to get into like the knots classes part or like? Yeah, you can. I'm interested in hearing uh, this. I never studied abroad. I was too afraid. Oh, okay, okay. Well, I mean, okay, aside from the classes, like one of the top things that people always love about studying abroad is that you can make it so that, you know, you have classes like four days a week instead of five. And then you have like three days, long weekends to travel all over the country. If you're in Europe, you can travel all over Europe. You can travel all over Asia or wherever you are. And so that's what we did. Like every weekend we were in like a different country exploring. So, and I had barely been out of the country. So doing that was like incredible experience. I, I went to so many different places. I went to um, Portugal. I yeah. went to Bulgaria. I don't know why. It was just like, <laughs> was like the cheapest flight we could find. So yeah. we was like, okay, fine. We'll go to Bulgaria. Uh, I went to Prague, all these different places. Uh, so definitely like the cultural experience is like what is a little bit more valuable studying yeah. abroad than like the credits. Because you can get the credits at home, right? Right. Um, now getting to beyond the three months, Unfortunately, COVID-19 came about in the March that I was studying abroad. Uh, I also say that Madrid, Spain, where I was after I left, became the number one most infected city on earth uh, shortly after I left the place. Um, So that was not the most fun, but uh, my time while while I was there and while Mm -hmm. before COVID really kind of messed it up was amazing. Wow. Yeah. Uh, you know, I got stories for days for that, but yeah, we'll <laughs> offline, we'll offline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I will ask you, what was your favorite uh, country to visit? My favorite country to visit, um, I mean, Portugal was really fun. Yeah. Portugal was really fun to see. I was in Spain, so seeing, I guess, all all different parts of Spain, getting yeah. to know the culture was cool as well. I had a trip scheduled to Morocco. Oh. Um. Just like being going through the desert and seeing a bunch of different things, riding a camel, we were supposed to do. Yeah. But we didn't get a chance to do that. Dang. Maybe you'll get back. I guess this time you have to pay for it yourself, which is not. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> okay. So what were some of the labs that you that you did? I know for like electrical engineering students, we were like building circuits and filters or whatever. What did a lab look like for a computer engineer? That's a good question. I got to think back. Okay. <laughs> um, lab, 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 lab. So, okay. I mean, so one lab that we had was, I can't remember the number, but basically it was like we would have to build something on a, circuit board every like every every week every class so we had to go into lab to use the different parts and borrow like the the chip the certain chip or this board or whatever and uh build these different components so like maybe be like a a speaker setup or like an alarm system or something like that uh so i guess that's like that's i think that's a good example of like the type of labs that we did yeah Uh, there's also i guess i think we had lab for um like more software classes mm-hmm. i'm not sure how like i can't remember like why we needed a lab for that <laughs> yeah but it was just basically focusing on like cs based projects and yeah. you probably work with you kind of work with like your team or like ask questions to the ta 
Yeah. Um, and then you have classic lab where like we also we all had to take lab sciences. So physics lab, uh, chemistry lab, stuff, stuff like that. Classic stuff. Yeah. I think all of my like software lab classes. You didn't have to go in anywhere. You just had to like do the lab and like a 4180, we bought the parts and like we built whatever circuits in our lab, but you had to like go on the blue jeans call and show them that the circuit worked. That was crazy also. Uh, yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> I, I don't know what why why that was required, but yeah. You know. So and to you, then I will transition out of these set of questions. But to you, what's the biggest difference between computer engineer and electrical engineer? Okay, interesting. Uh, so like you say, yeah, like a lot of colleges combine it. Some don't. Um, I think the biggest difference is kind of that. I'm trying to think. I was about to say twing. I don't think that's a word. <laughs> it has like I know what you're talking about, though. It has like a little. It has like a little more of a focus. Yeah. A slight little focus on software in addition yeah. to the hardware, right? So, as a computer engineer, I sought to understand how the physical computer works, but also how like the networks work and how the software works. I feel like electrical engineering is kind of more purely focused on that. And you can correct me if I'm wrong, but more purely focused on the hardware element, yeah. how that works, the circuits, um, the electricalness yeah. of, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> of these devices. But correct me if I'm wrong on the yeah. electrical part. No, you're pretty much right. Like you got to take EMAG and you got to know all that kind of stuff like yeah micro electronics you got to know what happens inside of a diode that makes it a diode all that kind of stuff oh. so and yeah. actually one thing to add is this happened after we left but now it's literally half and half so you take one focus in electrical and computer engineering and you take one thread in computer science and that's computer engineering degree now what so you pick one thread and you pick one focus in electrical. So it's literally like half CS uh, or half electrical. Yeah. 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 That's kind of nice. Actually. Oh, I was like, why didn't they have that when, when we yeah. were there? Like, I remember when we were there, they were talking about how the curriculum was about to shift because yeah. even with electrical now, I think you pick threads. So like there oh. is like a communications thread, I think, if I'm not, if I'm remembering this correctly. So it's like you can you can pick and choose kind of like what you want to do, which is something else I was going to say, like you can cater. I could have took more like. Programming electives. Yeah. Didn't want to. But <laughs> if it is something you're interested in on the side, you can at Georgia Tech, at least like kind of cater your educational experience to say, hey, I want to learn about this Yeah. for me. But yeah, I, I agree with that. And that's to my knowledge. I, 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 I actually just thought like maybe some current students are watching and it's like, ah, oh, that's not exactly how it works. But to my knowledge, it's yeah. like partially CS, partially electrical. Yeah. But correct me if I'm wrong. It's, there's a Georgia Tech website out there that somebody can go. Yeah, check out. Check <laughs> yeah. <out>. Uh, <laughs> um, did you have any misconceptions about computer engineering prior to like starting your coursework that got cleared up the further you got along? Hmm. That's a good question. I think I thought I did probably think it was like a little bit more identical to computer science, like a little bit more, more similar to computer science. And I would even say like the change in curriculum, if I'm correct about that, kind of slates it more towards what I thought it would be or what it should be. Um, 
like literally half software focused half. I think maybe it was like 70, 30. Yeah. Georgia Tech. And when we took it, it was like 70% electrical stuff and then 30% programming. But you can also go out of your way like I did. So I went out of my way to take 1331, 1332, which are the fundamental CS classes for um, computer science majors yeah. uh, and kind of enhance your focus on software. So, uh, but that was probably my biggest misconception was how similar it would be to computer science. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of similar along those same lines. What is something you wish someone would have told you about computer science before you started or just studying a STEM major in general? Man, the amount of stuff you have to figure out, you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I don't, I don't like, I'm trying to figure out how to best describe that. Like in English class, you write essays and like, you know, pretty much every word that you, you could possibly use. Right. And like, it's not like you're making it up, but you kind of have that knowledge. Like you have the essay potentially in your head. You just kind of have to put the words together and figure it out. Engineering is nothing like that. There's going to be stuff where you're just like, I have never seen that in my entire life. I have no idea what that is, how that happens, whatever. And you still have to figure out, um, figure out how to figure it out. Yeah. I think what you'll find with engineering is that it is more about the, the methodology of learning things that you don't understand than the concepts itself. That is, to me, that is what engineering is, is like figuring out how to figure things out. Yes. I always say one of the biggest things I credit Georgia Tech with, besides, you know, my degree in general, is uh, I learned how to learn. Like, I learned how to learn. I learned how to ask the right questions, which questions to ask, and how to do it quickly, because the test is happening in an hour. So I got to figure out, you know, what I don't know and how to learn it in a set amount of time. But I think that's a good yeah, there's a lot of stuff. And there are some professors who set up their class so that you are just figuring things out all the, the time. Whole time. Like yeah. they'll give you the most basic thing that they can give you and be like, now you tell me how this works. And you just be like, I've never seen this in my life. Yeah. But, you know. I, and uh, you'll also be, I feel like you'll also be surprised. Like if anyone is here is like thinking about getting into engineering and isn't yet or something like that, like you'll also be surprised like what you're doing, like what your, how much your brain is processing. Cause like, you'll be like doing this equation and like with all these symbols and stuff. And then you'll just look back and be like, did I write that? Like, what yeah. <laughs> if I wasn't like in this moment, I would not think I came up with this answer, this solution or so, I don't know. Yeah. I was looking back at some of my notes. That's why I thought about that. And I was like, yeah, I was like, who wrote this? And it'd be you the whole time. It's like, at some point I <laughs> yeah. knew exactly what this meant. And yep. if I looked at it hard enough, I could probably remember. But the fact that, you know, we learned so much and for like a class in such a short amount of time. Yeah. We we really, we really did something. <laughs> we did something, man. I that's something I will say. Like I I did that. We did that, you know. Yeah. Like um, that. what do you think is your favorite skill that you gained from Georgia Tech? It could be a hard skill or a soft skill. Again, like I, I'm, I'm gonna keep harping on it, but just like that ability to figure out hard things, and like, I, let me add then, like, it also applies to other aspects of life too, like not just what you're learning in school or like what you have to do, like for a project or whatever. Like, 
like, I don't know, one example is like math. Like now, if I need to do some math in my head, like I'm going to, you know, math with numbers. Yeah. It's just like, that's easy. Yeah. Like oh, we have real numbers. All of the numbers are real. Like, okay, let me do that. Yeah. Or like, any sort of problem solving, uh, escape rooms for me. Yeah. Trivia, things that you could just like work through, work and find out a solution. Uh, it's just, it's just easier. And also like you may find at work on your job after you graduate from college, like some things you'll notice that are presented and everyone around you is like, oh, like freaking out. Yeah. You're kind of calm about it because you know how to tackle things that you don't know already. Mm -hmm. So it makes just everything in life a lot easier. Yeah. Um, Agreed. Yeah. Very much agreed. I don't know. I was thinking about trying to think of a good example. Like math is probably like one of my yeah. top examples of that. But do you have like any good examples of like what's now kind of just surprisingly easier? I think the last thing you said about like in the work environment, because now, you know, we're working adults, so they say, but like yeah. the not panicking because it's so much that you don't know. I really feel like that's an underrated skill because now I look at some people and they are panicking, but it's like Georgia Tech has done me worse than this. Therefore, yeah. I'm okay now. Like, yes, they expect me to finish this by whatever deadline and I have no idea what's happening, but yeah. I feel fully confident that I can get it done. And exactly. even when I don't understand something, Georgia Tech also made me comfortable with like asking questions. So yeah. I'd be at work all day messaging people. If I don't know, if I've like, exhausted a you know a reasonable amount of time trying to figure it out in the team chat hey so you remember this thing listen i mean like like what do you what else are you supposed to do like right stuff that you don't know right so right and yeah yeah, i think that at work there have been times where i'm like oh my gosh i learned this in the class i might not remember everything but it's like i can recall the basic concepts and then it's like wow, Georgia Tech really did do something for me. (laughs) (laughs) It's crazy how much that becomes like something you think about, like, wow, I did. Yeah. Um, And definitely, yeah, the building blocks, like you get the basics down and everything else just kind of builds on that. Um, Yeah. I was talking to somebody and I was like, I really feel like, so you might not use everything that you ever learned in the class at Tech, right? But I feel like the bulk of what it did was it gave me a toolbox of a bunch of different tools and in any given situation, I have what I need and I can take it out and be like, all right, so I know this applies somehow. How do I use it here? Like, it may not be exactly like they might not be asking me what's going on inside this dial, but I need to use it in a certain way. And having whatever knowledge I had in microelectronics helps me figure out how to use whatever they're asking me to use in that context. Exactly. So. It's kind of like I've solved this. And it's not like I know this answer. It's like I've solved this type of problem before. Right. So you can use how you solve the problem to come up with the solution. Like it's kind of like that. Yeah. Right. Sure. Right. Right. Side note. I yeah. had a power electronics professor who gave a talk at GE Healthcare the other day. And I remember how miserable I was in his class. And then he showed up in a meeting and I was like, <laughs> and I had just been using the equations that he taught me, like in the board on my project. And I was like, wow. That's crazy. This is a full circle moment because I was going to drop his class. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you did. You see him after? Or did you tell him? I, I, sent, I sent him an email. Okay. And he said he remembered me. And it's probably because I was always emailing him, asking him a question. Yeah. 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 
No, that's I, that happens all the time. I think I can't remember this, the situation, but I saw somebody from Jordan Second. Yeah. I was like, I didn't particularly like your class, but thank you. <laughs> right. <laughs> what do you think uh, studying computer engineering taught you about yourself? Mm, that's such a good question. Um, what did it teach me about myself? I mean, it's going to sound corny, but like that I can do this, like, you know, like that I can do it. I can solve problems that like I look at or stare at and I just don't think I understand any part of it. Like, yeah, you can do that. I, is that like Georgia Tech slogan? It is. I, mean, I didn't, <laughs> even mean to, didn't mean to do that. But like, that's really kind of true. Like you kind of learn that you can do it, especially like I always thought that I was someone who could do like I, I could always do the soft kind of things like you know again student government things like that uh and like communicating with people but I guess I always didn't have that same confidence in the technical stuff like mm-hmm. the concrete knowledge the concrete ability to problem solve and I think Georgia Tech taught me and coming out of Georgia Tech taught me like I can do both of those things yeah um and also like you know I think you can I think you can bring both of those things together and be successful, which is particularly interesting because you don't always see that, you know, maybe someone is by really, 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 really smart. They are not the best communicator. Maybe yeah. someone is the best communicator, but they don't know anything about engineering, anything about computer or whatever. Yeah. But you can really bring both of these things together and it is possible. So that would be my answer. Yeah, I like how you threw Georgia Tech's model in there. Yeah, I didn't mean to do that. I feel like they, they take you through the ringer and by the end, it's just like, I really got a degree from Georgia Tech. Yes. Oh and my. I can go back in my mind and pinpoint moments where I was like, I don't think I'm ever going to get out of here. Yep. And <laughs> Or I'm going to force my way out and transfer to another school. So to get to the end and be like, wow, I really... I really did this. It really doesn't make you feel good. Or like, I don't know if you've had moments, but I've had moments where like I'm struggling on a project or an assignment or something. I get to the end. I'd be like, wow, I really did that. I really and I'm still did. in one piece. <laughs> I'm resilient. I'm like more resilient. resilient. Than I I yeah. yeah. Tech gave me confidence in the technical. That's that was a really good, a really good point you made. Yeah. Thank you. And, and I think our graduation was the perfect way to go out. Just heavy rain pouring down and every and it was like that was the perfect way to go out you know it's i was so upset because it was just like sprinkle and as soon as that man said can the college of engineering please stand yeah, the bottom fell out people were like scrambling for their umbrellas umbrellas and he was in heels and you know it was a lot going on but you're right it spoke it very much speaks to the experience that i had at georgia tech and i think it was a great a storybook way to finish that chapter so (laughs) it's raining but i still am graduating got across that stage and for that we thank god (laughs) oh yes oh yes okay so we're gonna Pivoting to some questions that may make you use your imagination a little bit more. Okay. You probably touched on this a bit, but if you could pick a skill from a different major, mm. what would it be and why? Mm. I think marketing is very important because if you come up with the best idea ever, 
and you can't convince people it is the best you yeah. can't sell it you can't make it look good then you know it's not useless but it's not as great as it could possibly be yeah so i i think like a company like apple is a great example of those two things coming together like it's good technology some people would like fight me oh like apple's not the best technology whatever Apple <laughs> like yes comes some of the best technology a top tier yeah. tech company but they also like sell their products their products look gorgeous they look good mm-hmm. um, so i think those that's kind of what i see as the ideal kind of that intersection between techno technological and like marketing yeah that's that's a good one Flash yeah. yeah that's good that's a, i think that side you know as an engineer that side of the world we don't always think about but yep. it is important because who's going to buy your thing if it looks like it's going to explode when you touch it you know oh yeah if exactly. you can't sell it like if you can't make somebody spend their money on it then it's like what'd you build it for yeah and shout out to like you know user ui ux we call that like user interface user experience people that focus on the experience of a user using your app yeah. like like it are they happy right now like to me that's like some of the most important work yeah um, that we always don't we don't always think about and honestly to be fair i didn't really start thinking about it for real until the incubator project where yep. <laughs> I think somebody made a comment was about like what it looked like because at first you know it had the pointy edges and it had like things mm-hmm. and the doctor was like if a mother walked in here and saw this she would be concerned and we were like you're right <laughs> yeah it's us engineers sometimes we attempt to be like can we just put it in a box like the magic yeah. is in the circuit board but like nobody wants to look at a circuit board they want to look right. at pretty they want to look at something they can actually use right right sometimes we go for more functional than uh how right. it looks and but you need both obviously. there's a place for both yes 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 yeah what do you think when you're working with other disciplines what do you think is unique about your perspective as a computer engineer mm. other disciplines definitely if you're the only engineer in the room it definitely shows yeah. because everyone kind of thinks practically i i don't know if that's the best word they think about in terms of like what they do know mm-hmm. maybe, and they're not so inclined to think about like what do we not know? What can we figure out? How can we think about this in an engineering way? Like the engineering mindset, again, is something that is kind of invaluable that comes yeah. with an engineering degree. And if you, I'll, I'll say if you're the only engineer in the room, it shows. Yeah. And also throw some stats out there. I think, I don't know the percentage, but a large, large percentage of CEOs of the top companies study engineering. Honestly, like electrical, computer, computer yeah. science, and like en- that type of engineering yeah. too. So it's like that mindset is valuable and it also gets you places. Yeah, that is true. What about uh, if you're in the room with other engineers, but maybe they're like mechanical or, mm. or biomedical? What, okay, about the computers. I mean, I think they're all like, I, it's so funny actually talking to mechanical engineers that are so smart doing all this stuff, heat transfer, all these different things. Yeah. You understand like, oh, like you understand computers. You can yeah. That's so crazy. And they're like, what? <laughs> you are so smart. Yeah. But like, I think even to them, the the kind of coding slash computer side of it is a little magical still too. And I don't know, you can, you can weigh in on what you think too. But I think to them, it is still unique, the ability to kind of understand the computer networking, coding side of things. That's still unique, even within other engineering fields. Yeah, I think... 
there's always for me like a little bit of mystery with other like engineering majors because you know what you do you know what other electrical engineers or computer engineers do even if you don't know exactly like you know the realm that they're in but like a mechanical when you say heat transfer I don't know what you're talking about biomedical when you start throwing out like body parts and terms yeah I don't really know you know and I always think it's cool when you when I get to hear other people like talk in their discipline jargon and I, I like I be in my meetings like if I'm with meetings with electricals and mechanicals or whatever, and I'll just be like typing words so I can go back and Google because hearing people talking their jargon and they'd be so into it and they're so passionate and they know what they're talking about. But then there's always somebody in the room that's like, okay, but for the electrical engineers in the room, mm-hmm. is, what does this mean to us? Is this a problem? Like what? You know, yeah. it's always funny. It's always funny. But and also I, by the way, I threw out heat transfer. That's like on, like one of the only keywords I know. <laughs> that's like i just know the keyword like i don't know anything what that is like i don't know anything about that yeah i don't either that's why during the incubator project i was always like spying on the mechanicals i was like what are y'all doing here like i know that they're building the thing but it goes so much goes into building a structure so much more than i would ever think about like when they had the discussion about the type of glue elmers yeah. that's all i got that's all <laughs> i know that's the only glue i've ever gorilla glue they're like, like oh, we have to be this like, acrylic uh, epoxy. And what is the melting point? I was like, was I got like, my own problems. <laughs> it's so funny. It is like, yeah, it's it's kind of funny interacting with other because they're so, so smart, but they're like yeah, smart like, in a different field. Scary, yeah. They're nerding out about their stuff. We're nerding about, about like coding or whatever, yeah. electrical stuff. And they're like, what are you talking about? You're like, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's so funny. It is fun. If you work for Webster's Dictionary and they came to you and they said, Alton, we need you to write the definition of a computer engineer. What would you write? Oh, Webster's Dictionary. <laughs> didn't, they, the, didn't they put LOL in the dictionary? Are they the ones that did that? They might have been. Because okay. I know LOL <laughs> is some dictionary. But anyway, uh, computer engineer. I mean, I don't know. Is there a definition now? I'm getting on probably top. someone who knows how a computer works. <laughs> yeah. I would say someone who has knowledge of the design of computers hardware as well as the corresponding software. So, like again, about this kind of intersection between the hardware, the electrical components, the circuits, as well as the software that is running on it. That is my that is my interpretation of computer engineering, and that was that's what I would say. Now it does depend on your school, mm-hmm. also like where you learn computer engineering. Like you said, it varies by school. Like sometimes it's pretty much electrical engineering. Sometimes it's pretty much computer science. Yeah. But in terms of what we learned at Georgia Tech, that's how I would define it. Okay. Okay. Now yeah. this is for my own personal interest. When you say the software on a computer, right? Mm-hmm. There's like, do you mean like the operating system, all that stuff? Operating system. Okay, that's what I was gonna ask. Or like, because you know, yeah. there's, there's a motherboard with registers on the computer that saves whatever and communicates whatever. So is it that yeah. low level, or do you are uh, are you talking about operating system level, or is it both? Mm, that's a good question. I mean, I think I think that I think the lower level stuff honestly comes with electrical maybe like registers and like all this like did, I don't know if you took like assembly 
like the low level stuff. Okay. Maybe not so much. Okay. Maybe so. Maybe not. But like, okay. Like what is a for loop or like, what are these? Like, I think I, I feel like computer engineering is like slightly focused a little bit more on like software principles, even high level, like Java or Python or something like that, like creating a script to run on a computer system Hmm. or something like that. Like that's, that's kind of what I was thinking. Okay. Okay. To each own, like if anyone disagrees, like fine, you know? Yeah. Like that's, that's kind of just my like interpretation of it. And that's also what I made it for myself. Yeah. 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 Maybe not everyone have the same experience. Yeah. Interesting. I don't know. I just never knew what that low level part, who that belonged to, because, you know, like you can be an FPGA engineer if you're yeah. an electrical engineer, like digital. I don't know. It's a lot of stuff out there. Yeah. And I have good friends who work like on their computer engineers that only do low level stuff like. Yeah. Or like whatever. So, yeah. Own. OK. If you could take all of your engineering knowledge, right, you got mm-hmm. it all in the bag and you could go into any other universe that you wanted to go into fictional universe whatever Mm. where would you go and is there a character that you will replace in that universe (laughs) you know what my immediate thought was the martian like that martian manhunter no martian like with matt damon like oh okay Um, but i'm thinking about like a a movie with like terrible science yeah (laughs) Marion just doesn't math yeah I think that's actually one of the ones where the engineering did add up. Like they did yeah. a lot of research before they filmed it. But basically, like if anyone didn't watch it, Matt Damon, the main character, gets stuck on Mars. His team yeah. is behind, and he has to figure it out. But uh, I don't know. Fictional, fictional win. Yeah, and it also doesn't have to be STEM related. I've had people say some things that are not STEM related at all. But you just get to take your knowledge, and you can. My knowledge. I always, I always try to figure out how. Like how engineering, how mathematically did Thanos? <laughs> like where is the math in that? Yeah. Like if I was there to introduce like logic and reason and math, like maybe it wouldn't have happened because yeah. I don't know how mathematically that's possible, logically yeah. speaking. Me and they, my brother just actually had the longest debate about the quantum realm. I don't know if you oh, see. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. Okay. And he was, we was we was going back and forth because he was like, you're an engineer, so you should know these things. And he was trying to disprove why, you know, you shouldn't be able to move through time in the quantum realm. This is a really big debate. So yeah. I, I do agree with that because sometimes yeah. as an engineer, the logic don't be logicing, but you just go with it anyway because. Exactly. <laughs> I have like I have a few questions. I like yeah. answer about that. Yeah. If could if you. Would you just want to go into that universe or would you want to replace one of the characters and be? Oh, I don't know. Maybe I'll just be there to to, <laughs> to introduce, like ask the tough questions. Like, yeah. how are we doing this? Like, is this possible? And like, <laughs> how are you guys going to go back in time? Like, I, w- I would kind of like to figure out the math. Like, I would talk to yeah. Tony Clark to be like, how are we doing this? Like, how are we going back in time? Because, yeah. you know, like in the movie, he just like, oh, I got it. Like, it yeah. feels, draws like some weird shape. And some spiral like, looking thing. Yeah. yeah it's like, what is that? Like, What's the math behind that? Yeah. I don't know. That's just the first thing I can in my head. It's probably stupid. I mean, it's valid, you know? Yeah. Um, all right. In 10 seconds or less, 10 seconds-ish, why should someone study computer engineering? Uh, to start thinking like an engineer. It's something that is just, there's nothing like it. There's nothing, in my opinion, more valuable than being able to solve problems, period, like in general. 
things that you don't know you can now solve because you can think like an engineer. Computer yep. science because it's cool and you can program. Good. Computer engineering. Computer engineering. Computer engineering not computer okay. <laughs> Plug but, somebody else's major. <laughs> no, both are valid. Both are fine. Okay. You mentioned our internship. I don't know if it was your first internship, but it was mine. And mm-hmm. I just have to say, 10 out of 10. You and and Angelique, Daryl, and Diego were my Explore New York buddies. So tell us about your first internship and then how that developed into the career you have now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, my first internship was not that one. Uh, I did it a year before and I was interning in Atlanta. Do I say like, I never know. Like, do I say like the name of the company? Like, do I say everything? It's up to you. I don't know. All right. So. Yeah, the first one was in Atlanta. Uh, it was with GE. So oh. was, yeah, it was like close to home. Yeah. Um, and it was like a cool experience, but I'll focus on the one that we did together. Okay. So uh, I don't know if you said it, so I just, I, I would just keep it more broad, but we spent, got to spend like a entire summer in New York City. We got to see the city, uh, which it was our first time yeah. doing. And like New York City is like, a crazy place to just explore for the first time and just be there like a summer just doing whatever uh, i'm i can't remember all what all we got into like what all we did uh, the nature of the internship is like really incredible because you get to try so mm-hmm. you get to try living in new york for like whatever three months yeah. you get to try being a software engineer a computer engineer and you also get paid most of the time so that was an amazing experience. All like all those three things I mentioned were amazing. Um, I learned a lot and I'm ultimately at the same company that I interned at and I did two internships with them. So uh, it worked out for me. So it, it gives, it's like amazing time to try something new. Uh, sometimes you can land a cool city and they also basically give you the safety to like financially and physically to be out in the new city and as a college student exploring something new mm-hmm. and also uh lined you up for a good full-time job so cool. i don't know if you can say but can you talk about some of the roles you had as an intern and then the role you have now yeah so uh all of, yeah so all of my roles as as an intern were more or less software engineering mm-hmm. um so wink 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 hint hint that's always something i've been interested in even though i was focusing on both hardware and software i was kind of interested from early on in the software side of it so all my internships were in software engineering and that is exactly what i do now mm-hmm. uh right now i also focus a little bit on cloud so i was mentioning that's one of my the, like my favorite classes in school uh so yeah software engineer cloud focus current current life status yeah. What is what does your day to day look like? Like, do you are you mostly sitting at your desk coding? Do you? Oh, I guess there's no lab to go to. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we don't have a lab. Uh, yeah, it's like a lot of times. So there's obviously also meetings. There's things that are daily, like catch up, catching up with the team, which is pretty universal. Like everyone's going to probably catch up with their team on a daily basis. Uh, then you have meetings to go over what other people are looking for what they need from me right so i'll also say like over time it becomes less about like this the line of code that you write and more about like 
the high level design principles and the design of what we need. And then you have to go and talk to somebody about that because you don't always have that information. So I'm kind of seeing more and more like I'm being in meetings like that. Like, what does the design of the system look like? And then I go to my computer and program it. So I would say, you know, that's probably like 70% of the time. Like yeah. writing code. I'm almost also in the office talking to people, hanging out with people, having a good time. So I I enjoy it, but that's that's what my day-to-day looks like. Um take lunch, hang out with people, try to keep it as casual as I'm not casual, but like try to keep it as fun as possible too. Yeah. I don't know if you said already. Do you want to say where? Yeah, I'm I'm so right now I'm at BlackRock. Okay. So I'm software engineering for them. Yeah. <laughs> Which is where we interned as well. Yes, I always shout out Black Rod. They treated me so well when I was there. Okay. I didn't know if you had said it before, so I didn't want to <laughs> disclose it for you. But yes. yeah, yeah. But no, that that was a great, yeah, ten yeah, out. Yeah, that was an amazing internship. Yeah. Yes, yes. And okay, and you said you were basically software cloud computing. Do you want to touch on your project a little bit, or I don't know? Um. Yeah. I mean, so basically, like. I guess I, I, I may, may not necessarily can get too super, super into it, like or detailed into it, but like basically everyone, so like in the past, most people kind of hosted, we'll get into hosting a little bit, like basically all of the things I need to run my computer systems and like my website, all of those physical servers and all those things are under our ownership. We have it in a building somewhere, right? Yeah. But then there was this big move to cloud where everyone's like, okay, we'll let we'll pay Google, we'll pay Microsoft, we'll pay Amazon to host those things themselves and we'll just pay them, right? So yeah. they own the computers that our stuff runs on. Yeah. So Blackheart's no different, my company's no different. Results on search. Uh say something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, like you know, we're we're also um we touch that space as well, I'll say. Uh, so that's my job as a cloud engineer is to figure out how to do that most efficiently, most effectively. Um, Wait, you, know, you have to say the that again, because Google started talking, figure out how to do that most efficiently, figure out how to like- Oh, like, yeah, like how to get us on the cloud, how to like make sure we're running as, like basically you don't want that to, to slow you down. You don't want that to stop you. And it was also like a lot of different, um, Things and like there's like I'm, I'm trying not to say things and yeah. things and that, but like there's like a lot of different tools and technologies that are like new that are only for cloud native things, right? Yeah. Or cloud native uh, platforms. Yeah. So we're also looking how to take advantage of that, how to you know reduce costs. And these are things, by the way, that all companies are kind of focusing on now. So yeah. BlackRock don't no don't come. For you. <laughs> I'm not disclosing any secrets. Yeah. That's what I do. The project that I'm working on right now is about cutting costs. So like. I mean, look, we're moving to the cloud with cutting costs. Like we're helping people move to the cloud with cutting costs. Like that's standard stuff, right? Yeah. That's that's my focus as a cloud engineer. Uh, Obviously, there's a lot of systems that you have to build to automate those processes, Mm -hmm. uh, to roll out new environments, roll out things for new clients. Um, So I help automate those processes i'm sorry i'm trying to like draw the line you're you're okay i understand (laughs) only so much you can say (laughs) i don't the problem is i don't know 
you yeah. know, how it makes sense of it. But like, and it's not like in, by any means top secret, but like, you know. Yeah. It's like, no, I get it. The only reason I ask is because I remember when I was like trying to figure out what I wanted to do. Yeah. It always helps when you hear what other people do, like yeah. even just like very general is like, oh, OK. And then they can take it and Google it. And like because I had never heard cloud computing, cloud engineering, yeah. pre-Georgia Tech. So I would have never known. So well, I, I'll also say something more general. So I am uh, like in my company, you do a rotational program. You rotate teams. So this is just one team I'm rotating on now. But in general, uh, you become a software engineer and. My company, every company is different. My company, we have different products, tech tools that you uh, we support. Mm -hmm. So if you are supporting a tech application product, you're a full stack engineer. So you're, um, I guess, programming the, the back end. You could be touching the front ends uh, for each individual application. So I, I'm trying to like figure out like how specific, like should I get more into like what that means? or uh, only <laughs> if you want my goal is just to like introduce okay, okay okay people can be like oh i've never heard this before and they can go yeah. Google it and, and say, I, oh, this is interesting i hate it when I, someone i ask somebody a question they like say a bunch of stuff i don't like i don't know yeah. I, i'm trying to figure out okay basically like yeah we're writing the code to support existing applications you're also writing additional code to create new applications from time to time yeah. so what you learned in school maybe writing java writing Python, uh, maybe you did some front-end development, which is like the interface of the website, what it looks like and making it pretty. Like all of those things are what we do just at a large scale. Boom. Yeah. That's the explanation. Yes, yeah, so listening to companies and computer science friends of mine, I now know more than I did before, but it pretty much stops at front-end and back-end. Front-end, how it looks, back-end, how it goes and get the information that you requested. Yep. That makes sense. So, but yeah, the goal is just to introduce the concept and then someone can take it and be like, oh, that is interesting. Oh, that's not for hey, me. So. I promise it's interesting. <laughs> How about that? I Debatable, promise. but okay. <laughs> yeah, come on uh, and come to like, if you see Blackrock at a career fair or something, go check them out, go talk to them. Uh, maybe me, you know, maybe I'll be there. Yeah. Yeah. I will say, even though like coding, and programming wasn't my thing there are certain like little pockets that are interesting to me so like okay. i feel like there's something for everybody in something so yeah, there is there is for sure and Do don't you, yeah don't be you'll be surprised like there is something for you in a company that you never thought there would be something for you really and truly no. uh, and all of my internships and even my I'm also in a rotation of program. Even my rotation now, I do more, more and more coding. Like I'm still in the lab, but the other half of my project is like coding. So, okay, it's a good skill to have, also. Yeah, no, it is, and that's. If, I don't know if there's a question about like my takeaway. Learn how to code. Like learn even like the most basic level how to code in the most basic language. Like it is so valuable. No matter what your like major is, no matter what your focus is, you, you should. Yeah. Learn. Just be make it a side project. Yes, great skill to have. Black Rock is actually where I started teaching myself how to code. Oh, okay, cool. Yes, that's Did that's you, inspiration for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you have the type of role you thought you would have coming out of tech? Uh, I think I do. I think I do. I wanted to be a software engineer, work on like what I was describing, developing applications, designing them. Uh, so that's that's exactly what I'm doing. Okay. Okay. Yep. And then 
I think you probably answered this, but I was going to say, do this, do the skills that you say that you've gained from Georgia Tech translate on your job day to day? But I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I would say so. Um, and if not, like it just sets a good foundation for it. Right. Like yeah. it's just, maybe I don't know the specifics, but I do know like the fundamental basics yeah. and I'll also have the engineering mindset to figure it out. Boom, full circle. Yeah. Well, all the things, you know. <laughs> all right. Last set of questions. This is what I like to call the lightning round pop quiz. Okay. okay. I'm going to give you this or that statement and you just say whatever answer resonates the most in your spirit. Okay. Fine. All right. Are you ready? Yep, I'm ready. I think so. Okay. Project assignment or homework assignment? Project assignment. Final project or final exam? Final exam. Ooh. Group project or solo project? Group, always. Study group or study solo? Study group. Okay. Meal plan or cook your own food? Oh, meal plan all day. <laughs> Come on. Would you rather ask a professor for help or a TA? TA. Internships or co-ops? Uh, internships. Fall semester or spring semester? Spring. Roommates or no roommates? Roommates. Last question. Would you rather have 8 a.m.s Monday through Thursday or five to eight labs on a Friday? <laughs> I thought that was going to be the easiest question. <laughs> Monday through Thursday? Yeah. Lab Friday. Really? Yep. That's valid. Yep. That's, have you, you had, but you had an 8 a.m. before, right? Yes. It's the death of me. I cannot <laughs> Even even like one two days a week, I cannot. I'm it's, gonna miss. I'm gonna miss the class. Like it's tough. I remember on living on uh the fresh down freshman hill. I had an eight a.m. in Boggs. I don't know if you've ever been to Boggs, mm -hmm. but it's like going towards the IC. Oh okay. Yeah, so it was like tucked off in the cut, and I used to have to walk up freshman. This is before I learned how to work the bus system, so don't judge me. I had to walk up freshman hill, down the steps by the coke, across the campus, up the. It was a lot. <laughs> no, that's too much. For, that's too much for what seven fifty? Because you gotta get there before eight a.m. Nope. Yeah. So, nope. uh, before I let you go, I'm gonna give you the floor. Is there any parting advice that you would like to give to any student who may want to study computer engineering or STEM field in general? Yeah, I would just say from my heart, from the bottom of my heart, like it's going to sound corny, but like you can do it. Seriously, like and I know Breeze probably said something similar in past episodes, but like I would say the same thing like you like and I I think part of everybody who's like graduates from a school like Georgia Tech, you thought at some point, like you could never do it. You, that can never be you walking across the stage, being a, calling yourself an electrical engineer, calling yourself a computer engineer. Like that was me as well. But like, I'm telling you, you can do it. You can figure out these things that look impossible and seem impossible. So like, if there's any part of you that's interested in doing it, don't let like the doubt or the fear, like stop you from doing it. Like go for it. Cause in the end, we need more engineers and you should believe in yourself just in general. <laughs> <laughs> that and, is very true. And it's teaches and it's one step in other hard things. Like you don't want to look back at your life and be like, man, that was easy. You know what I mean? Like you want to be like, man, I took challenges, I took risks, and they paid off. 
right? So that's how I think about it. And that's how you should think about it too. So go for it. I absolutely second that motion because when you get to the end, you're going to feel so fulfilled and so amazed at what you were able to accomplish. And then it gives you like this newfound confidence for going out into the world, into this next phase of your life, you know? So absolutely go for it. Thank you so much, Austin. I really appreciate you. Of course. Thank you guys. Thank you.